0: Bienvenidos a la Oh Dear Podcast, uh, me llamo Christian durán en wow. el sí. último podcast de, de hablamos para cos, uh, cosas de casi tu <laughs> mamá se habla Oh Dear, <laughs> y Joining me there Ghostos.
1: Mi you? know there's
0: a way like i almost got it that was almost right but it was mostly wrong
1: um you nailed the your to mama to madres. Yeah, se habla. Oh dear. Oh dear.
0: That's the funny thing about like if you ever watch uh, um, the Spanish channel, they'll always say just like they'll say English stuff, but they still have to do the accent with it. <laughs> like, oh dear.
2: I, I think it's even funnier when the a person is speaking in Spanish and then they say it, something in English, but it's like perfect English, and it goes back to Spanish. It's such a jarring. Yeah. Like
1: what? Yeah. Huh? I'll give you an example, you but right. I can't. <laughs> well, it's like, uh got a restaurante para un sandwich McChicken." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember it's McDonald's. a brand product, and they have <laughs> like every syllable McDonald's,
2: like every syllable gets hit. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's but uh I, I, I like a, that.
0: Before the mics came on, what? Brett and I were talking, and I was before saying, the before the glory, before the glory, before the magic. I was uh, talking to Brett about um, what if, what if, like everything about me was exactly the same, except I talk like that, <laughs> like, like I was just like just normal talk, but like, like I just like I'm the, still the same person. I just talk like, like when this.
2: you're on stage, uh, do you talk like that?
0: You know, yeah, all the time. This is how I talk <laughs> like. like like this is just like, and we were, I was saying, I couldn't even say anything like thoughtful because like that voice doesn't lend to anything like a thoughtful right. thought. Like you can't <laughs> say anything meaningful with that voice. I couldn't come up with anything. So I was like looking up quotes and like, what if I like said it? Like, cause even if I said something interesting, it still sounds stupid. Like how is it? We have so much information,
1: but no, so little. <laughs> I don't think we would have ever been friends. I'm, like, what, <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm looking at let me re- let me just read uh, yeah <laughs> can I I'm looking at <laughs> no that's I got I, got, I got,
0: right here I got consent
2: there <laughs> <laughs> <Or> whatever they- <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> he goes. Propaganda is to a democracy what a bludgeon is to a totalitarian state. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you still go shut You're, like, You're still like, that's hey, the stupidest stupid. thing I've ever
1: heard <laughs> 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 I of. Got, I got right here. I have Webb Du Bois, Black Reconstruction in America. The Slave Master had a direct interest in discrediting the personality of those, you know, those
2: When you say yeah. it like that, it sounds like you're talking – it's <laughs> so like sexual. <laughs> you're like, oh, the Slave Master? <laughs> yeah. You pervert? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're talking about?
1: That's how yeah. I meant yeah. it. <sighs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, Christian, unfriendable. Unfri- we would yeah, never would have gotten this far in our friendship. We never would have had a podcast together. I wouldn't know your wife's name. I you wouldn't even have a wife. <laughs> yeah, Natasha not. would not yeah, no have, way, no. there's a zero percent chance Aww. on your guys' first date. If you I think the story was like I think Aww. you showed up late to the restaurant. Yeah. Like a fucking I missed loser. the train.
0: Yeah. You, I was- you missed
1: the train. Uh you thought you're hot shit. Yeah. Um, little did you know how far out of your league she was. But yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> in, in any in any case, if you had shut up and you're like, hi, so, hi. I'm, so I'm late. Sorry hi, late. I'm Christian. Jeez. I missed the <laughs>
0: um, Like I can read about carbon right now. Like carbon is a chemical element with the symbol C and atomic number six. It's nonmetallic and tetravalent, <laughs> making four <laughs> electrons available to form covalent chemical bonds. Like. <laughs> What They're if they? Like That's yeah. not true. I am like That's you just
1: made that is. up. You know, you know what's weird? They didn't have to make Stephen Hawking's voice a robot. Robot. Yeah. They couldn't they have had it be a version of slightly human? Yeah, but they they chose or, to make it like
0: yeah
1: a little fucked up. Hello, welcome to hello the podcast. If
2: uh, I didn't if want that was want his it. voice, if Stephen Hawking's voice was like that, no one would have gave a fuck about his black hole research. <laughs> You're yeah. like, bleed out of that. Black holes emit radiation. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. What do you yeah. mean?
1: And it's yeah, funny geez. because... They would have put a that. propeller hat on it. <laughs> 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 you know what's funny? If you put a propeller hat on Stephen Hawking, he can't <laughs> yeah. take it off. There's nothing he can do. <laughs> oh, Dude, you
2: could have really yeah. fucked with him. Like You would have dressed him in like the most ridiculous <laughs> shit if you really had a sense of humor.
1: I know, man. I know. You um, used to do the loser dude, that guy say fucked. What? Isn't that crazy? Like, that guy was
2: first of yeah. all married and She's then cheated on, on his, his wife with wheelchair. his, like, help, like his nurse or something. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, what game does that guy have, dude? he has got
0: game, dude.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm, well, I mean, women are attracted to status. We all yeah, know that. Yeah, I guess. My, what am I saying? Am oh, I sounding too much like Jordan Peterson? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that women find attractive in a man. Well, it's not entirely I... obvious. Who is that? is that? it's, yes, oh, it's, no, it's, a, that it's Jordan is.
2: Peterson and Kermit. It's a little bit mostly
1: he, Kermit. He has oh. a he, he has a very Kermity voice. If you yeah, yeah he, he definitely Peterson does. Talk. I don't know. Well, it's not. Entirely it's like academic obvious, Kermit. <laughs> It's academic yeah, it Kermit, is. yeah, it really is. The thing about toxic masculinity is it it, it doesn't actually exist. Yeah. And then you have to throw in
2: that Canadian accent, <laughs> yeah. Too. It's Canadian academic, right, Kermit of rock. <laughs> Kermit, that's very that's very
0: <laughs>
2: liberal arts. I wish Kermit. I could do voices. Um, I can't do any. I don't have the muscle memory to, to like to remember how to recreate. Mm-hmm. I can do, like, a Boston accent, if yeah. but I need, like, a word to get me into it. Like, I have to say lobster, and then I can start to do it a little bit. There was, But, like, one time I tried to do an with, impression. I was yeah. like – I think it was – this is how bad I am at impressions. I tried to do, like, an Al Pacino impression, and what came out was an absolute perfect Peter Griffin impression. And I go – and I literally go, How did I do that? That was perfect. And I was with someone they're low, they're like, That's was that Peter Griffin? Yeah, I, it was I, you. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. that was with me.
1: I, re- I remember that moment where I was just like lasered in on like, dude, that was the perfect vo- voice for Peter Griffin. And you're like, I don't know. It's like it's like you it's like you dunked a basketball and we're like, What the fuck just happened? And then now that we're thinking, How did you dunk? It's
2: impossible to dunk. I I could not for the life of you tell you how I did it. I have no idea.
0: I did moment. a, I did a Kendrick Lamar on this podcast. <laughs> like I remember hearing it back one time and I was like, cause I just did it in the moment. But if I could, if I had to redo it, I could never do it. Like oh, that- it sounded good because I wasn't thinking about it. And exactly. I guess it was just in there, but uh, I, I, I couldn't do it again.
1: It's- Kendrick's a hard one to do an impression of. It's, it's hard to do impressions of really talented people.
0: Yeah. Like, I love when, you, no, sorry.
1: No, that's it. He's just not super. He's actually not that cartoonish.
0: Yeah. I just love when you like, when someone does an impression and you realize that they have a voice that you can do an impression of. So my favorite thing is like when someone unexpected has an impression done of them, you're like, Oh yeah, they do. It's like, a, it's like a great observational right. bit. Cause you go like, Oh yeah, that they is do their do, voice. do that.
1: Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm trying to like, think of my, uh,
1: I'm right trying now. to think of one. That's my Christian eh. <laughs> classic, classic ownage. Wait, like whoever I, invented the dumb voice? Who thought of that? I think maybe there was just a, somebody heard I think somebody maybe dumb. there was just a really fucking
2: dumb guy who sounded like that. <laughs>
0: And you're like, hey, you guys know Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Holy you know shit. Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> it's him.
1: <laughs> like, wouldn't it be great to see the world's first impression? Like, some caveman just was pointed at another one and was like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> And they're like, dude, that is so, that is so uh, Krogan. Uh, yeah. That is so Krogan.
2: <laughs> just the fucking the Frank Caliendo of like 800 BC. <laughs> just this dude doing everybody in the fucking cave.
0: (laughs) That was, that is a funny idea. The first smart ass Uh. (laughs) just even the first, like, uh, someone goes like Durga, 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 Dur, and then someone just got derga durga, 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 dur. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> and then they just get hit with a club yeah just get
1: <laughs> fucking annihilated <laughs> that's so interesting i speaking of voices <laughs> i had a uh, my uh, my f- well i think it was one of my first acting auditions last night over zoom nice and uh, to be in a short film uh, I think it was a feature, but they only sent it six pages. So, yeah. but it's like a bit part, but it was just kind of, uh, it was just kind of funny. Cause the person saw my special and was like, oh, this guy's funny. Let's have him read for it. And he just randomly reached out. The point of the story is the character I was reading for his, his name was like Murphy. And he was like, uh, like a drug dealer in his fifties, like a kind of like dumb Southern drug dealer in his fifties. And as I was doing it, so I did the voice, which was like, "Lenny, you're a goddamn idiot. Act like a professional." But as I'm doing it, I'm like, "There's no world in which I get cast (laughs) to play like this. Isn't like a sketch. It's not a sketch where it doesn't matter that the guy is clearly if it's on film. I would look so, and it's like kind of like a cartoonish accent to where the director at the end of me doing a take like that was like." Uh, Let's do one without the voice because this character can maybe just be any – it can be your version, like a 30-year-old guy. And I was like, I'm so glad (laughs) you said that. Like I don't feel natural – being like, get that yapping dog and shut her the fuck up.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because they didn't like you don't do that voice in your special. So it's not like they were like, no, no, and
1: I <laughs> like don't. They, look.
0: they wanted you for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so they they yeah did a version that was, um, I guess, just uh, my voice, which was like, okay, I can okay that felt that felt better um, than you know me with like taped on fucking mutton chops that halfway through the take come off and um but yeah there was a guy you see who else is auditioning Mm -hmm. that's always funny and uh we were different people there's a hawaiian dude in his 40s a guy probably a couple years older than me who was like who looked you know like a model Mm -hmm. and at the end of my uh you know zoom audition the the model guy went first i obviously didn't see it because it's like in their own breakout room yeah i just after the end of my take i just go man that first guy that guy was really good looking huh <laughs> <laughs> just everyone started laughing ross I, I literally was like if you guys are going off looks i got no chance <laughs> So I don't know if I'll get the part, but I at least was myself there at the go. end of it. That's like, I think, like the
2: best Not way, anywhere. like Jason Bateman, whenever he's in anything, he just plays a different, like just a version of himself. And I've come to like, yeah, yeah. want to see movies with the people like that in them, as opposed to the day-to-day Lewis ship. Like Christian, you sent that thing about Robert De Niro and Deer Hunter. Do you want to tell that story? Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, let me just pull up the things and make sure it's I basically can, uh, like remember that, but essentially Robert De Niro, when he was filming the deer hunter, he wanted live bullets. Okay. Robert De Niro oh. requested a live cartridge in the revolver for the scene in the deer hunter in which he subjects John Cazale's character to an impromptu game of Russian roulette. Cazale obsessively re, um, recheck the gun before each take to make sure the live run wasn't next in the chamber. And my thing was like, dude, fuck you. That's so
1: annoying. Like it's it's to, to check. What a pussy, right? <laughs> it's like it's yeah. <laughs> like just fucking do the take with a live yeah, bullet just, in a chamber for a make believe performance.
0: And when I when I saw that, I was like, he's officially the worst actor ever. Like if you, can't, <laughs> if you can't pretend like if you're doing a scene where you need to run on hot coals and you can't do it unless you run on hot coals, then you're not a, right. a good actor.
1: Like just but, pretend like but I and don't that, even mind you. If it's for you, I don't mind it as much. True. Yeah. But for other people, let alone a fucking bullet that. Yeah. What? What? Like, what? So, what? A guy's yeah. dead and you're like, did we get the shot? Like, yeah.
0: Is that important. Just,
1: yeah.
2: I wanted my reaction to That's just that someone that falling route, in though. love with their own prestige. Mm-hmm. Like, they they're doing that so yeah. they have the story to be like, So, De Niro did this on the movie set. Ooh, legendary. Like, that's all that is. It's just like someone is just obsessed. They just love the smell of their own farts. That's all it is. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah,
0: it's also like that... It's also the thing of like... uh Brando started doing that. Brando started doing the thing where he's like, I need to, the method acting. So then everybody like idolized him. So then everybody tried to out Brando, right. Brando. Then De Niro started doing, so everybody started to out De Niro, De Niro. And then Day Lewis does it. So that everybody tries to out Day Lewis, Day Lewis. But it's all like, it's probably because Brando was like, not that good. <laughs> and he just needed to do it. There's always like, it's always like that thing of, um, like someone does something for a specific reason and then other people follow that without knowing the reason they did it. Like, and they just keep going on and like nobody understands why they do it. And it's just dumb.
1: It wasn't like Brando, didn't he put like cotton balls in his mouth to be the godfather?
0: Yeah, he put he put like uh, little cotton balls to get his face kind of, because he wasn't an old guy. And there was that story about, um, I, I love this story, the, go- the backstage story of the godfather where like uh, he was not wanted because he was such a fucking headache. He, like, he caused so many problems. He was delays on the set. And for all his movies, he was almost uncastable. So, um. uh what is he
1: was just a prima donna?
0: Yeah, he was a prima donna. And he was, but he was also the best actor, right? And Francis Four Coppola was like, I want, like, I want Marlon Brando. I want Ma- Marlon Brand. Francis Four Coppola is the director of The Godfather. So he went to the head of the studio and, uh, this guy Charlie Bluehorn, he had this accent. He's like Marlon Brando will never be in that picture. <laughs> He'll never be in that picture. No, absolutely not. And he's like, don't, don't even talk to me about this guy. So then he went to Marlon Brando's house. Marlon Brando comes in with a robe. He's like Marlon Brando like forty at this time, and he's like got blonde hair and he's slicked back. So he takes like shoe polish and like puts it in his hair, and he, he takes these cotton balls and he goes, uh, I think he should sound like a bulldog. He should he puts cotton balls in his cheeks and puffs himself up and corpola is filming this and uh so he films this like screen test for him and he watches him you can watch him transform in the test and then he sends the tape to like or he brings the tape over to charlie bluehorn's office and then the guy is like as soon as he sees brando on screen he's like brando never 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 that's that's incredible. <laughs> <He watches this. laughs> and that's how, he got, that's how he got in the movie because he did not want him. That's, that whole movie is crazy. I think oh, there's like I'm... two movies coming, about about t- coming out about the making of that movie. Apparently there's a new
2: book out really? that's amazing. You know, um, I just heard about it.
1: Yeah. Am I wrong? Sometimes some of those old movies, you watch them and some, it's just funny which ones don't hold up and yeah. uh godfather probably does for some people although i watch yeah. it and i'm like yeah not enough heart for me <laughs> but <laughs> um it's slow <laughs> but uh like you, just speaking of de niro well, i guess he's not even in that but you ever seen raging bull yeah i have Stinks. yeah it's not yeah. like aimless rudderless it's-
0: it's not my favorite Scorsese movie, and it's the one that he's lauded for the most. And I think Goodfellas is way better. I just think it's like, uh, it's like his masterpiece in the way that, like, how do I explain it? Like, it's just the the most well made movie he's ever made. You but know what
1: it's, I mean? he's just, but is it? It's, it's the
0: quote unquote, a quote unquote beautiful movie. It's black and white. Oh, I know. It's about this, like, tragic subject and near the, the, um, again the 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 story of de niro gaining the weight and becoming a boxer and doing all that like apocryphal story backstage stuff is weaved into it and uh, scorsese like almost died and then he was like i'm gonna make one more movie because he was on he did crazy amounts of cocaine and then he he was hospitalized and he's like i'm gonna make if I'm done in Hollywood. He's like they're never going to let me make anything again. So if I can only make one more picture, let me make this one. And it became Raging Bull, which is like his most his considered his masterpiece. Yeah.
2: <clears> there's a, so there's a I lot a of lot movies of, that like yeah. sometimes I think the con- the context of the time is removed. Like I watched a Brandon movie, I watched mm-hmm. on the waterfront. And uh it's not a yeah. really good movie. Like for its time, I'm sure it was amazing, but there's like one scene where yeah. like it literally like cuts like he's about to tell the girl that he killed the, her the brother or he was a part of the brother and like Come but like, on, but, dude, but have... but like <laughs> this is the this is the scene it's like he he walks Six-year-old up he <laughs> he walks up to her he and then it up. just cuts yeah, sorry, to yeah. black and then you just hear her scream but like a scream that like someone was murdered mm-hmm. and then it cuts to another scene i'm like Wouldn't it have been better for everybody involved to watch this dramatic scene where Brando tells, like, how did he tell her? You know what I mean? But it's like, they didn't even, they just, it was the easy way out. They just cut to black and went to his noise and then cut to later on down the line. It's just like, that kind of shit sucks. Like it's not good. So like (laughs) I watched Bridging Bull and I was like, this movie is not that good in this
1: sense of like, I don't know. I I thought it was it was. There's no th- narrative. It's just like a guy getting in fights and being self destructive, right. and it's not like there's no like right. story. Like it's just like it was just. Plot. And then someone. It's just yeah. things, it
2: and then someone will be like, "This is it's, it's the best it's, boxing movie." I'm like, it's more. A, a pedophile movie than it is a boxing movie <laughs> like, like it's more <laughs> of a boxer marries a 14 year old than a boxer boxes like there's some boxing in it yeah but to act like it's the best boxing movie it's like i i don't know is like is is fucking i i don't know is is it's like die hard the best christmas movie like i mean come on <clears throat> well
0: uh Yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite Scorsese movie. Like when I I saw Goodfellas and Casino and then they were like, okay, yeah, I love those movies. And I was like, those are super entertaining movies. And uh, and then they were like, Raging Bull is the masterpiece. And then when I saw it, when I was like, going to get ready, I was like, here it comes. This is the best one. And I saw it, I was like, oh, this is totally different and not what i was expecting at all and it's hard like i don't even know how to watch it but with yeah real real quick on with on the waterfront the thing that it's notable that's notable about it is kind of like with easy rider it's marlon brando's performance it's like that's pretty much it it's like um because the thing is it's like you you don't even understand it because like no one was acting like that at the time no one was like being Everybody was like hey she and yeah i don't like doing that stage acting for um yeah. For film they were just like be loud and stuff like darling i love you yeah. baby like yeah. that was acting and then he was actually like mumbling and shit and talking how real people talk so like everybody does that now so it's hard to even understand why that's unique do you
1: think the pendulum will swing back Toward this summer, it's <laughs> The Avengers with Captain America. I'm going to get you she right here, Mr. Uh, Ultron. <laughs> you think you're a, uh, you think, uh, you you think you're real who? smart
0: addict.
1: Um, what do I have? <laughs> my tummy gun don't think you're smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you and then take uh, two hits of my Lucky Strike cigarettes. <laughs>
1: Get yourself Tom Bombadil's shoeshine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to think about. It. I want it to swing back. I want it to swing back. The transatlantic acts. Right. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say, Rick? Uh, uh,
2: the, have you seen the movie? So, the, one of my favorite, like one of the underrated directors, I think, is this guy named John Frankenheimer. Like, he did uh, mm-hmm. the this movie, Ronin, with De Niro in it and stuff. He just yeah. does, like, big chase scene type shit so well, but he never, I don't know. He never really, he was like a working director. He never really like was huge or anything. I know he has like uh, a, um, he has some, closets. yeah, I just don't think he, he's like, you know, he's not celebrated and stuff. Mentoring but one of it. the things, um, he's a little uh, one of the movies that he directed was the Island of Dr. Moreau, which I haven't seen, but I heard Oof. it was terrible. Uh, but, uh, it has Marlon Brando in it, right? So I was listening yeah. to—I think it was like one of the rewatchables podcasts, but they're talking about front John Frankenheimer's career, and they talked about that movie. And on set, yeah, w- he was on a set with uh, uh, Marlon Brando, who was notoriously a huge pain in the ass. But the yeah. biggest pain in the ass on that set was Val Kilmer. Who apparently like out brando Brando and like John Frankenheimer like threatened to kill him or something. Like it was just a shouting match every day. So there's a speculation that part of the reason why that movie sucks so bad is because Frankenheimer just rushed to get it over with because he didn't want to be on set another day with Val Kilmer. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the so uh, funny. there was a I, that's it's kind of a famous like Hollywood disaster movie, uh, behind the scenes disaster movie. Uh, that was um. Uh it was originally to, supposed to be directed with this guy Richard Stanley, right? So he um he was on the set there and then for for whatever reason they didn't like what he was doing. So they fired him and brought in John Frankenheimer midway into filming. So this guy Richard Stanley was the one who brought in Marlon Brando and he like they kind of got along. So then John Frankenheimer comes in as like this workhorse like get the job done director like weeks into shooting Mm -hmm. and uh so then he inherits marlon brando who's like doesn't want to deal with this guy and like it, it just became a disaster because like the script doesn't make any sense and they're trying to make sense of this stuff and he's just like john frankenheimer at some point was like uh, I got Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman's in the movie. And he was just like, John Frankenheimer would look over Ron Perlman. He's like, Can you just save one of the bow li- bows lines? I'm going <laughs> to give it to you because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, nothing makes sense. And like, different people and like, Marlon Brando just has like these crazy ideas that don't fit. But like, they're like, Just fucking film it. Just film it because like he, he won't leave his trailer. He's tremendously overweight. And like, yeah, it's That's a disaster.
1: That is hilarious. I've always loved the idea of an actor being so bad that they're allowing a stunt man <laughs> to do his lines. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. fuck it. Just replace him. Um, the, uh, wait, can we talk old movies. Why yeah, some yeah. of them suck. I don't think anything could be a classic. If it's entertainment from a purely entertaining level, entertainment level, I think it has to be at least a seven for me to even want to consider it like oh it's classic entertainment for
0: entertainment's sake like it's gotta have
1: that entertainment like sizzle like uh oh i see what you're saying you know what i mean like it still has to be in some capacity there has to be some funness or compellingness yeah i like these like kind of like slow plotting go nowhere nonsense yeah it can't if be an it, art movie. It can't be an art movie. Art movies are not classics. It yeah. I don't, it doesn't have to be fucking Godzilla versus King Kong. Right. But it has to like, part of making something great is it's, you forget that it's nutritious. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, if I know like, oh, this is nutritious while I'm watching it the entire time, can't be a classic.
0: Yeah, I think if it's going to be one of those movies, it should be seventy percent film and thirty percent movie. You know, what uh, I mean? like yeah, yeah like yeah. you can
1: have your arts
0: film, but you also need a little movie in there to like just keep right, it right. Right.
1: Throw us a zombie. On, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah throw I just want to watch it on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I need to watch it on HBO every night. Like Mean Girls is one of those movies to me that's like, this is just an entertaining movie, but it for some reason it's a classic. Right. Like, it, but, it says something about high school. It says something about, you know, that high school ecosystem clicks, that you can, yeah. yeah, that people respond to, but it's a movie.
1: It's, yeah, it, it yeah, Mean Girls, you can think about it a little more deeply, but Mean Girls is just uh, fucking hilarious and just great. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was such a good movie. Lindsay Lohan. That was when Lindsay Lohan was so hot. I never have seen that movie. I thought it up until like a couple years
2: ago, I thought it was just some like chick flick type movie. And then uh, I heard that like Amy Poehler and like Tina Fey and we're all. And I saw I go, oh, man, I got to see that movie and I just haven't got around to doing it. Um, But I. Yeah. Well, Tina Fey wrote it and you can feel it. Right. All right. Yeah, I mean,
1: but I like when Tina Fey reigned it's not 30 Rocky. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not uh I don't necessarily love like uh some of the 30 Rock style of right. comedy. Mhm. But Mean Girls is it's just it's all exists in the world and it's good. Right. Yeah, I when
2: you watch 30 Rock it's What's, like how many jokes on a page or it's like insane. It's almost like um Yeah. It's almost like listening to a rapper who raps really, really fast. You're like, it's very, it's very, it's like impressive, but it's not like my favorite thing all the time because sometimes like when rappers rap super fast, like the raps themselves don't make a lot of sense. They're just rhyming words in a giant Mm -hmm. machine gun fashion. And it and it doesn't necessarily they're not necessarily telling a story or doing anything <laughs> they're not saying much, you know what I mean? It's just like blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. and you just go, Okay, well all those are words rhymed, but did if we just <laughs> yeah. read those yeah.
1: words, did you say anything? <laughs> like did you
0: it was impressive.
1: I, that's a very Eminem style. Uh, yeah, my friend Eli has this just like hilarious bit where he's just like an impression of Eminem. Is he's just this? It's just all the words are in the same frenetic, like. Well, he's just. It's like castling with the basilisk chilling of the Catskills with <laughs> <Steve> Jackman, <wrecking laughs> <all night.
2: laughs>
1: and it's like it. What is it? It means fucking right. nothing but all the words just right. sound like, oh yeah, he, he has
2: a few bars that, that he does really well where he's saying something, but he has a bunch that are, I think Buster Rhymes is like all, all chopping notes, content or substance. Like yeah. Buster Rhymes is literally, yeah. Buster Rhymes will rap the shit out of shit. Like it's, it's unbelievable, but like he, he's never said anything interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's this, there's this rappers. Uh, I forgot, um,
2: God, who's tech who, nine.
0: Who, it was no. a comedian's something about like machete. Oh yeah. 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 Where they're uh, nunchuck comics? sorry, nunchuck comics, uh, where they like, they do a bunch of like twirls uh, and stuff, but like they haven't done anything. <laughs> like it's like somebody doing yeah. nunchuck tricks. He's like, yeah, but you haven't kicked anybody's <laughs> ass. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then meanwhile, there's a dude, Kanye has had a career for almost 20 years at this point, just going, <laughs> 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 but he's, he's rhyming. Light skin friend looks like Michael Jackson. Dark skin friend looks like Michael Jackson. That like, is good. <laughs> yeah. it's a Great line.
1: That's a great line. That's all you need. That's Does, all you need. Doesn't really rhyme, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's who a cool cares? Thing right. to say.
0: It's a fun right. thing to say.
1: Uh Yeah. Kanye, which by the way, a real quick retrospect on Kanye, that new album isn't good, Christian, and you need to admit it. You, you <laughs> I... haven't listened to it. You have not listened to it since it came out. You have not listened. Maybe the song Moon, maybe one other one, but you have mm. not.
0: I don't know if I've listened to the whole thing yep. straight through. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, cuz it's
1: 9 hours. You don't I'll get to make honest. an album longer than an uncut Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> I uh but I do have a Spotify playlist of my Donda edit and it's I think it's perfect. <laughs> it's 9 songs and it's the ones I like and that's the only Donda album I like I actually went back and listened to a couple like one or two songs that I've uh that I don't have on my playlist because yeah. I just wanted to like um, I go, what? Oh yeah, shit! There are other songs on this <laughs> album <laughs> that I never hear because I just like listen to my chopped up version. Music's
2: interesting because I don't and know, I think, yeah. like what, like, wh- like what, what would be a critique of the album, Brett? Because for me, when I listen to, I think I listen to that album. It's like when I listen to music, and I just don't feel any connection to it, is when I just go, I don't like it. But I don't know if it's bad yeah. music you know what i mean it's like i don't know enough about music to like act like i have some sort of uh like educated opinion on why it sucks like because there's shit that i don't like we've talked about it a thousand times i think arcade, i can't no, but you don't i think arcade to. fire blows but like i can't articulate that in a way that would make it sound like i know what i'm talking about Yo. that's like
1: Boot him, boot him from
2: the room. <laughs> it's like him. I say Arcade Fire Blows. It's like the equivalent of someone saying like they don't like uh, uh, caviar. You know, you know what I mean? Like some fancy food or something. Right. And you just but go, all right, well, it, maybe it's just a taste thing. I, I don't know. I just don't know enough about music to feel like I-
1: – But no, but that's stupid. You don't have to know anything about music to say it sucks. I, I like, like, And sometimes people who are like all theoried up like – It's like, talk about removing the fun from like music. If you're like, well, they're doing a, uh, I don't even know the the terms, but yeah, it's, I don't know shit about music. I just am a fan and it's easy. It's like with tasting food, dude, you don't have to like be a brilliant critic to go like it just didn't taste good. Right. But there's also
2: foods that are like, Like, I don't know, like there are foods that you like in certain situations that don't have the like comfortness of like barbecue or like, you know what I mean? Like Mac and cheese, like the classics like that, when you eat those foods, like everybody's just going like, this is amazing. Fucking love it. And that's, that's like pop music, I guess, you know, but then there's like kind of food that's somewhat challenging. Like maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe you're eating like sweet breads, like the intestines or maybe you're, maybe it's like to some people,
1: like some cheeses, yeah, cheeses. some cheeses, like take cheeses. Anytime someone's like, you gotta try this fancy cheese. I'm like, not as good as fucking, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not as good as seven <laughs> cheese. I don't know what you want me to say. I, I'm, I don't know what you want me to say, but this thing that aged right. for, Eleven year and Seven Eleven cheese is probably more well aged when you think about it. With how like probably they never refill it.
0: That's true. There's
1: just so much preservatives in it that you
2: can't actually quote age it. Yeah. It just stays the same forever.
1: Legally, it has to be spelled cheese with the e e e z e. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean.
0: That's a good. Uh, that's actually a good point because I I wouldn't. I don't. I would not say that I don't like Arcade Fire, but like, especially their first album, I loved. And as I listen to their successive Mm -hmm. albums, I kind of go like, I don't know what I'm supposed to like about this. Like, not that I I go like, I don't think it's bad, but I don't know why it's good. Interesting. That's one of the big things because like I'm looking Mm -hmm. at their Wikipedia page for Reflector, right? And I'm. It says influenced by Haitian rah rah music, the 1959 film Black Orpheus, and. Soaring Kierkegaard's essay two ages, and I go, "Oh, was I supposed to know that?" To like, that's also no,
2: none of those that's things them, are that's palatable. Them trying to secure none yeah. of those things are palatable. Like that's that's so dumb to be like it's inspired by a movie well, that nobody saw and by a style of music that no one's heard, and and it's like, well, then it's like you can just do whatever you want and say that you know, like I could say that the risotto I made yesterday was inspired by what what was that Moroccan ha ha music like it's the same it's the same <laughs> level of disconnect it's like what are you talking about
1: going in in defense of them, and it's so funny, we're talking about Arcade Fire's Reflector, the thing on everyone's mind. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, all, all the ODR listeners are like, yeah. what are these guys, what are they, what's their feelings on Arcade Fire's fourth full studio yeah.
0: album? <laughs> their 2013 album.
1: <laughs> their 2013 album. They didn't even win the Grammy. Yeah. Real quick, I mean, Haitian music, one of their band members, Regine, is, is from, Is she's Haitian, so there is a connection there as far as being inspired by Kierkegaard's essay, sometimes yeah. you just got to do something for the critics. So they go, Whoa. <laughs> and uh,
0: I read that in college. Yeah. It's like,
1: was it inspired by it? No, right? it's the it's, But was he reading it at the time they were recording? Probably. So he just said it. And, uh, that's yeah. my take on it. I mean, the I mean there's, is yeah. good. there's a, the sales.
2: Anytime you're selling something is like, there's always an element of bullshit going back to the food yeah. comparison is like i've done i have done like you know gone to fancy restaurants and stuff and like i did a tasting menu at uh, gramercy tavern which is one of the you know tom Colicchio restaurants like really and like they brought out like four straight courses of crudo which crudo is like um like a it's like a what ceviche it's basically like a fish that you don't cook it with heat instead you marinate it in acid and when you do that with uh, fish, it actually like mimics it as if it was cooked. So it's like, I don't know, it's like pickling in a sense, right? You're cooking it with acid rather than mm-hmm. with temperature, but there was like, like four straight crudo courses and they were all like very similar notes. Cause it's just like ceviche and crudo are just very bright, like acidic dishes that are very refreshing and they're very good. But when you bring out four in a row, it's like, what's the point of that? But then like each one has an own little story and like, well, this one – like if you really nerd out about – this fish came from Japan and we used it with uzo, which is a Chinese lemon. And like we're – you know what I mean? Like when you go into all of the things, you go, all right, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's four straight acidic – dishes and they're, they're all fine, but like, it, you know, I don't know. It's like, I'm not going to, I, am not going to uh, go back here and get this again.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's dude taking him even one step further. I went to, and this is in all of these things we've mentioned food or music or movies, all of the pretentiousness of it for the sake of having more story, which you can then argue makes it seem better. The, I, I mean I went to museums uh, this past week and like you want to talk about having to over pretentiousify stuff to make it sound like more than it is. It's like there was one woman's paintings in the Guggenheim. Where it was just like colors on a canvas that like aren't even that unique. They're just shapes. And I never like looking at something, but then the description of it is like so fucking like wordy and like flowery language of, and I just like, you know, you look at a canvas and you go, all right, who does this person know? Like, like (laughs) what family were they born into that they've existed with the connections their whole life? Yeah. And, and I resent it as, you know, one of the best working artists today. Like, it really, yeah. no, but I mean, jokes aside, I actually went to museums with my friend Adele, who's like a actually baller uh, artist. And I would love if the description in the museum <laughs> was my word choice. Like, this piece, this piece is so baller.
2: <laughs> I just think
1: <laughs> this artist totally kicked right. ass with this. I just line. think art is
2: bullshit in a lot of ways because, like, Comedy or food, like comedy is like, did it make you laugh? Food is, did it taste good? Like art, like if you yeah. erased the Mona Lisa from history, completely erased it from the consciousness of everybody. And then I painted it today and I showed it to people. yeah, No one would think it was good. No one would be like, what? What yeah.
0: is that? Because
2: yeah. it's the only reason why it's good it's cause the, the Leonardo da Vinci did it and back, back then in,
1: and, 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 and he was like, it was inspired by right. Kierkegaard <laughs> and
2: <laughs> Haitian Haitian <laughs> haha music. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Asian,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but <laughs> like, <laughs> if so, like yeah. the painting itself, isn't something that you look at and go, wow, yeah. you just go, Oh shit. Da Vinci did that in like 1300 or something. You know what I mean? So like and I think most paintings are like that. Like honestly, MC Escher, is that his name? That guy is like the best one ever. Because you actually stop and look at it, you go, Jesus, that's fucking crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it elicits like a thing in you where you go, Wow, that's fucking trippy as fuck. That's nuts.
0: Yeah, I I prefer I prefer art that is you know, that you can appreciate without the context. Like if you, if there's a blank canvas on a wall and it's, you like the placard says, this piece is about the absence of toxic masculinity in the world and how much better that would be. I'd be like, okay, yeah, but you had to tell me that like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, th- to me, that makes it like kind of not good. And I was even thinking back to Kanye is like, even thinking about like how, Certain things you do need the context for, like when he did that uh, Scoopity doop, scoopity whoop, scoop-did doop rap, whatever. When I first heard that, I was like, Oh, that's funny. But I know people later on are gonna hear that and go, What the fuck is this? And like like you have to understand that he's trolling at the current time that he's right. that it came out. Right. But like you might miss that. And I went to a,
1: one wanted that beat and then he was like, Fuck you, and then yeah, the world's <laughs> dumbest rap over it.
2: Yeah. That's really um, funny. I didn't know that. And, that was uh, food behind it. that's yeah. really hilarious. <laughs> that that, was,
1: that is like so yeah, vindictive.
2: Because
0: even in the song, in the song, because he says, because uh, he got criticized by some DJ, I forgot which DJ, but he's like, yo, he's like, this is what DJ. I, it probably wasn't DJ Envy, but like this is what DJ Envy's been waiting for. These bars, these bars, right now, get ready. Yeah. And like in the song, he says that, and then he goes, scoop, did you whoop. <laughs> and like it's just a troll like he's just it's an awesome troll and like whatever but like um yeah without that context you'd be like nah, yeah I well mean, there you I go guess. yeah because i
2: didn't know that I context remember, and i just went oh this is kanye going i'm such a genius that i can do gibberish and people will still like it like that's what i took it as
1: yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. also that too yeah but that's kind of why we love kanye he's always had like a uh, the childish sense of humor right. it's always yeah. enjoyable dude one of those talk about one of those like were you uh, just it makes me think of this story in college i remember going to with a couple friends to watch performance performative dance so it's not even like regular dance and it's not like break dancing which is like oh it's like fun energetic it's like performative yeah. and i remember like i'm like trying to like go into it not just being like rolling my eyes. So I, n- I remember nudging my friend next to me and I go that one, oh that one was really good. And then she goes, uh, that was about sexual <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I totally got that too. Yeah, for the... uh, You're like, course.
0: that one was really good. They're stretching. <laughs> 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 I can't even, like, who cares? Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Experimental art, I, I think I've said it on here before, but experimental art is for, you know, is to get ideas for good right. art. Right, <laughs> Later right. down the road, the thing is, is
2: like your art. If you are doing anything that has a message like that, that's meant to be viewed by people and taken in, it has to be palatable. C- c- you can't just yeah. go up there and just do some inane horseshit and then be like, "It's about the Spanish Inquisition, you idiot!" It's like, no, you suck. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. suck at conveying ideas. It's you. You are terrible. You are awful. You suck. Like it's on yeah. you.
1: Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah, I just want you guys to know this episode of Odear has been about <laughs> 17th century mercantilism. <laughs> <laughs> just if you yeah. haven't gotten that, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. You're a fucking idiot. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's
0: like, yeah, some it's just so weird. Cause like the, the people you're doing, the, it's like when comedians do like, you know, anti whatever, anti MAGA jokes and like, uh, in New York or like places where you're already, they're already anti-MAGA. It's like, I, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like they already agree with you. Like dude, you're, you're yo, not yo, talking yo. to the people that you, yeah. or the, the ones that are not specifically anti-MAGA, but like the ones who are sp- specifically like fucking impeach Trump. Like who, like if Man, you I, don't do that in Alabama, then you're not fucking doing dude, anything.
1: One of the best things about, yeah, I, that's a hundred percent true. We're like, wow! What a what a brave stance to take yeah, at this bar in Williamsburg <laughs> in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, exactly. But I remember, um, I remember um, one of the best examples of um, shit. I am losing my train of thought. Of uh, I forget now. Oh, fuck! I had a I had an about anime, uh, really. about God somebody it, who's Brett. like ba- basically not like going
2: in front of an audience of everybody who agrees with them. I think that's what we're. I, I ah.
1: yeah I forget it's okay. One example of uh, someone being badass about it and I don't even love this guy particularly, but there is like a clip of Ron Paul in like the like late 80s talking about how every drug should be legalized in front of like a hyper Christian audience
0: mm-hmm. on a oh, talk show
1: cool. <laughs> and it actually is awesome because he's right. He's saying yeah. like a lot of the modern points we hear but uh he's getting booed and i am the the host is even like a fucking the host is like see like you're telling me someone who smokes pot isn't crazy <laughs> <laughs> and like and everyone is like cheering for the host and yeah. like who's was like being a hooligan yeah but because it's just 1v 250 it's yeah. kind That's- of uh
2: I, I, th- I was talking to Christian about this is like uh, that that's in the eighties and stuff. And like the seventies, like that's what everybody else, that was, that was the force in society that was putting pressure on people to behave. It was like evangelical anti-drug, like anti-bad word people. And like, I don't understand how like woke liberal people today don't realize that they are like the book burners of their generation they are literally like the evangelicals of their
1: generation well hey yeah we've said it before it's just it's just white women
2: well it's more it's, than that it's white <laughs> yeah, women.
1: yeah no but it, it well no it's not it's it's not all white women and by the way when when white women go, well, not all white women, well, you want to go, yeah, well, you guys shit on me when I said not all yeah, men, you, there you go. So, <laughs> No, no, it's the worst strain of white women. And it actually is kind of rude because it was older white women who like, you know, uh, this now like probably support like you're almost like let older white women be the no fun ones because I mean they need this they're they're old they're older right well, so now that it's young white women we're like dude you're a young white woman in America the world is pretty awesome yeah well
2: right I though. think it's I think it's also a lot of white men too I think it's a lot I think it's a lot of like hyper educated people who grew up in a time like our time where they went to school and then went back to school and then went back to school and got three degrees and realized that like, it was all a sham. So like now they have to have purpose. So their purpose is to, you know, they, they ignore their six figure student loan debt by, you know, trying to start woke revolutions and, and like, there's just a lot of white privilege behind wokeism that people don't really understand. It's like, most people who are these, I don't know, like, did you see that video that said fucking Microsoft video? Uh, I was going around Twitter, it was basically like, Microsoft was doing like a product launch thing. So like, they had almost like a Steve Jobs type of situation where there's people presenting. And they, they're basically in a sound studio, though. So it's like it's being recorded. And they, they walk up and they're like, Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm wearing a blue shirt. I'm a Caucasian American, and I have red hair. And I go by he him. And I'm here to tell you today about this. And then they go over to you, Sally. And then she goes, Hi, I'm Sally. I'm a Caucasian woman with red hair and a brown shirt. And I go by he her or uh, her, <laughs> she, her she her. And yeah. like you know, what? and like you you I'm like what? I'm like so dude. <laughs> I'm like dude. Nobody wants this. You think. And then one woman goes, We're here uh, at the Microsoft Studios uh, on land that was previously owned by, and then she listed off like 55
1: Indian tribes. I would love if she named the last white (laughs) (laughs) it was uh previously owned by uh you know Roger Mitchell
2: (laughs) right and then like they were like oh they only did it for the visually impaired and I'm like okay I get maybe being like I have a brown shirt on I don't know why that matters to people who are blind like do you even know what a brown shirt Um, is does it matter to you if the shirt's brown does it do anything to you all so to me that's a lie like there's no way you did all of that bullshit especially the native american tribe thing for the visually impaired you need the blind people are like wait what?" what like I don't like. What are you talking like? So, but you watch this, yeah. It's like and it's just minutes. an exercise of just this, this craziness. And you're just watching it go. You're like, nobody wants this. Nobody likes this. But this is what your utopia looks like. This is fucking crazy. I just don't want to be a part of it. It's funny.
0: It's like I, yeah. 20 minutes into the Microsoft tablet <laughs> introduction. So you can make calls. You can send pictures. Whoa, what color should you <laughs> like? Before you get to that.
1: What are the tablets pronouns? Uh, it, goes by, it goes by Apple Pro. Uh,
0: <laughs> Sorry, Brad, I cut you off.
1: No, no, no. I, I did see that video, Rick. You know what one annoys me? Hear me out. Hear me out. I don't like... When it comes to the pronoun thing, I don't like when someone goes, uh, My pronouns are uh, she slash them. I'm like, You don't get two, mm-hmm. motherfucker. You get,
0: yeah, two. I'm, I That's get so annoyed. Confusing.
1: I'm like, No, you'll fuck you. you I'll, I'll fucking grant you one, but you don't get to be two. It's, it, yeah. it really annoys me it really bothers yeah, me yeah. not like really bothers me like i'm not sleeping on it but just in a conversational oh, fuck you you don't get to have two pronouns motherfucker pick one and stick with it's,
2: it. It's uh, it's also like if you have a special pronoun and you feel that you need to tell us that's fine but if you're just a regular fucking he him you don't need, like you telling no. us that you're a he, him is embarrassing. Shut the no, 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 fuck no. If up,
1: you're a, dude. Yes. If you're a straight guy, your pronouns are, you don't, you don't say. say. You because- only
2: say if it's not what normal people are and you could be like, well, that's fucked yeah, up. Yeah. But no, that's normal meaning most people. That's what that means. That most people are he, hims and she, hers and, and that's it. And if you don't want to be that, that's fair. But like, if you are that. Bad. Don't don't feel the need to say that because you're not even helping anybody. You're just taking a victory lap and patting yourself on the back for being progressive. You're, you're literally you're <laughs> literally wondering. adding zilch to anything. Anybody who's ever said he him, no one's ever been like, oh, thank god. No, dude, like you're just the worst. You're the worst person.
1: No, it's I totally agree. Straight men should not be allowed to say their pronouns. Yeah, he him, and and I think or if just you any do, man. it should be. St- <laughs> It should be societally – well, I can understand if it's like if you're gay just because like, all right, you're gay. But like, like you're, you're still a he. Like <laughs> like, like, you're um, still a
2: man. You fuck dudes. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know. I know. No, I, I – yeah, I, you're, you're the most man of all the men. If you yeah. fuck men. I make no mistake. I think that's way more masculine yeah. than fucking chicks. Come on. Come on, anyone. It's easier to. <laughs> right, anyway. If you're going to hold someone down, fuck him. I mean, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, but, I remember, do uh, you yeah. remember the comedian Reed yeah. Taylor? No. Yeah, he had a joke one time that fucking made me cry laughing about how he's like, I don't, he's like, I want to start having sex with guys. Not because I'm gay, I just want to dominate <laughs> men. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I just remember that being so he's like, as like an old ancient Roman way of like (laughs) domination. (laughs) That's pretty funny.
1: That is very funny. But, uh, I mean the, I'm with you, rig the, here's an example of me and my own. I told Chris's story off air. Um, when we were having just like a nice friend moment without you. um, (laughs) No, but, uh, but, um, there I, this is a couple of days ago, my uh, roommate's friend was just c- coming over to hang out to use the computer. And because uh, that's that's that type of things that people in the scene that I sort of yeah. am adjacent to need to come to the house to do, which <laughs> yeah. is use, the, use computer. the computer like it's yeah, 1995 oh in the library. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he came over to use the computer and um, the song came up. That we were discussing we talked about early 2000s pop songs and how could no no discussion about that is complete without bringing up the black eyed peas classic let's get it started and the original version of it retarded. let's get retarded yeah. and so while playing chess with uh my roommate and that guy was on the computer i just started singing let's get retarded and here let's get retarded and he was like whoa like whoa and then i got to go no no no, that was a song look it up and then i proceeded to say retarded a few more times uh with the song and he was like you know you really just shouldn't say that word and yeah i was diplomatic but in my head i'm like you know what I am in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> yeah. I get to say retarded in my own home without being corrected. By the guy I who's coming here. here to use the computer. Yeah.
0: You want to use my computer? You got to live by my rules, son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you, gay? That's what I called them. <laughs> no, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. I was diplomatic in the moment because I'm obviously not going to cause a stink. But, uh, yeah, I was very annoyed, and it's because we also talked about LMFAO, and I go, "You want I said, "You want to talk retarded?" Those guys were retarded, <laughs> and uh, you remember, that? yeah. So yeah. that was my moment of, yeah, don't, don't, don't bring, don't bring your correct or other people's word choice in my, you know, I'm, my am house, I on the yeah. lease? No. Am I squatting? <laughs> Technically, yes. Am I squatting? I am, yes. Am I waiting down nine and a half more years till squatters' rights kick in? You know your you know your life is odd when you sincerely have Googled squatters' rights. So got, how much do I got to hang into this living situation till I can go, hey bitch, this two million dollar brownstone's mine, motherfucker.
0: I uh, love that you're, like, Googling squatters rights and there's somebody behind you going, hey, I, I got next <laughs> on the computer.
1: I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. If you want to do that in my house, why don't you go to the nearest internet cafe? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> How about you go? Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah.
0: Sorry, were you going to say something? That's it. I got to go because uh, I'm quickly running out of battery and I don't want to lose this. So
1: Let's just say whenever Christian uh, – when COVID stopped being an excuse, he then had a kid. I think <laughs> yeah. did had a kid for excuse-based purposes.
0: Yeah. It's like, ah, I got to go, kid. It's the best yeah, excuse really ever. Is. You go, kid. And people go, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, kid. Sorry, but then it's
1: also how you can get people out of your house. You go, you got to go, kid. You got to go, yeah. Kid.
0: We actually went to a barbecue the other day, and I, I wanted to stay at but he was, uh, he started getting fussy and then we just had to go. Mm-hmm. But like, if we wanted to leave, that would have been a perfect, ah, yeah, he's yeah. fussy, he's fussy. You could take him in the bathroom and be like, he's fussy in there. But so we got to go
1: now. <laughs> I'm just picturing Christian trying to teach his child how to be fussy in yeah. certain <laughs> moments. He's rewarding him when he gets fussy in home yeah. at home. Yeah. Uh, anyway, gentlemen. What should we plug for today?
2: I have a new website. It's still kind of under construction, but I have an email sign up. If you want to sign up for my email list, uh, you will get sent special discounted ticket prices for when I do my first hour, which would be in the j ja- which will be in what? January. My special taping. I still don't have the exact date. I will have it soon. But go to the Sign up for my email list, and you will get an email and blah 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 blah. And I'll sh- yeah. Anyway, you know how it works. Subscribe.
0: Sounds good. Christian Duran Comedy for all your Christian Duran needs. King of Latifah on all streaming platforms. And my dates are available at christiandurancomedy.com.
1: One love. Uh, Yeah, guys. The usual. Coin, Buy it. Um, many, many exciting things are happening behind the scenes of Coin to be revealed at a later date. Dope.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, guys. See you next Peace. week. Thanks. Bye-bye.